Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. A show favorite, personal favorite, good friend of the program, Cody Willard. He's back. You know, you know him from his uh, uh, work with Fox Business and with CNBC as an anchor, uh, hedge fund manager. Um, what else do we got? A newsletter, which is one of my well, favorites. Kevin, I read religiously. Yeah, go ahead. I got to say, Technically, I don't. I was I, I was an anchor on at Fox Business, but technically, I I, I think I was Larry Kudlow's sidekick on CNBC. Oh, uh, I was a yeah, sidekick when I first got in radio. That hurt my side. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I'll try to remember that. Uh, yeah, I hated that gig, man. I, I I don't know how I stayed in radio starting off as a sidekick. I, I don't talk like, about I, anyway. I, 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 Larry was amazing, and I was sitting there running, you know, uh, at the time, a tiny little hedge fund, and he gave me a break after Kramer gave me a break, and you know, it. Anyway, I, I, I got. I, 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 you always say, you always are so generous in your introduction, and I just have yeah. been meaning forever to tell you that technically I was not an anchor on CNBC. I was just Larry Kudlow's sidekick. <laughs> got it. Got it. We'll call you a media personality for CNBC. How's that? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, keep yeah, going. Yeah, and um, also my understanding is you're a rock star, and so you've got a lot of cool, <laughs> lot of cool gigs going on there, man. And uh, and uh, let's talk talk a little bit real quickly, uh, kind of fill in the gaps on on what exactly your hedge fund and your newsletter is all about. I know your newsletter again. When you're in my business, you get dailies with all kinds of free stuff, most of which. You don't want to read. I love your newsletter. Read it religiously. Kind of give us a, uh, an overview, though, of uh, your unique approach because it is unique. Well, I appreciate, again, all the kind words. Um, look, in the newsletter, I uh, focus on long-term trends that I think are going to change the world and create multi-trillion dollar economies. Um, I can't, I'm not quite a rock star. I was on The Tonight Show many years ago, and, and Jay Leno asked me, said, you must be the most famous person from your hometown. And I was like, no, man, Neil Patrick Harris, my best friend growing up, is much more famous than I am. And he laughed. <laughs> and he said, well, how'd you end up you know, doing what you do? And I said, when I moved to New York 25 years ago, at the time it was 20, I don't know, it wasn't even that long ago. I, this was back in 2008 that I was on um, uh, The Tonight Show. So maybe this Tonight is, show. I said, 15 years ago, I moved to, to, the United, to Wall Street in the hopes, uh, I told my mom I wanted to become a Wall Street rock star. And she said, what is that? And I said, I have no idea, but I'm going to go to Wall Street and become a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yep. Anyway. And uh, so talk a little bit. You know, we were talking uh, recently on the program uh, about, uh, you know, some Typical government action, so very rarely is it useful or needed, and we were talking about an action where it was. But, you know, one of the things we've seen is this, this socialized, this crony capitalistic uh, bill that uh, is being called an anti-inflation act. You know, I love what Thomas Sowell says about what, what uh, liberals, progressives call anti-inflationary is always as layers of cost to whatever the legislation does. How does adding layers of cost 
make it anti-inflationary. That's exactly the case with this new subsidy environmental legislation. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy. Well, it's uh, it's you know almost Orwellian in how it's perfectly ironic that the name is opposite of what the bill probably will end up doing. I don't know if this bill, the Anti-Inflationary Act itself, moves the needle much for our world, our economy. I mean, you know, the Republicans do the same crap every time they're in power, and then, and then oh, but yeah. they're, you know, just different special interests and different subsidies. and different. One of the things that most, I, you know, makes me most angry at the Democrats is the hypocrisy of there's not a single punishment or tax for creating green anti-green stuff if you're polluting the world what we'll do instead of punishing you is we'll subsidize and send you lots of welfare so that you will be doing other things less pollutive and it's like look if it's truly destroying the planet if there's truly externalities that are being created by this pollution then it needs to be punished you have to actually tax the pollution you actually have to outlaw the pollution you have to do something that actually would do what you know something besides just redistribute wealth and add to the deficit and make it so that the giant most wealthy oil companies on the planet get subsidized in the name of green anti-inflationary bills or something it's just nuts so you know the hypocrisy from both parties is always just endless and the you know, the Republicans are always pretending that they're anti-big government, but they're always adding their own giant multi-trillion dollar deficit creating packages that subsidize their own. And look, it's not like they have separate special interests. Right. I mean, the special interests are the giant corporations. I mean, that's on both sides. It's you know, it's just this game yeah. that gets played. But the most amazing thing about the United States system and why it's probably better than everywhere else is that it was literally founded on the system, on the idea that we do limit the ability for these Republican, Democrat, party, giant apparatus to somehow control the economy and the politics and the political system. And, you know, over 200-something years, obviously, it's eroded and having to... You know, having Burger King and McDonald's as your only two choices to vote for is gross and disgusting. I don't want to eat pink meat every time I go to the ballot, but that's the way it is. And these people do this crap endlessly to just prop up the people that, you know, basically fund all of their re-election bids. It's, <sighs> yeah, it's unbelievable. And, and you know, looking at... New that's the well. I mean, so bad. you yeah, reminded we you're, never say anything you're, new. It's always it's always well, the same crap. Yeah, and you know, again, it's what flavor do you want? Do you want Republican toxicity or d Democrat toxicity? And they both act like that somehow theirs is lofty and the other guys are not. And it's just crap. Yeah, it's just oh, crap they're, they're, on both sides. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and, um, and the, the 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 fact that they have access to multi-trillion-dollar budgets. We're voting for people in power that then shift money around multi-trillions of dollars and borrow money from our children to the tunes of multi-trillions of dollars. And no accountability ever. The stuff, 
you know, and again, it's both sides. That's where, you know, I, the one thing that I always say is, look, stop voting for Republicans and Democrats if you want something to change, because this ain't right. going to change. No, you know, not, again, not, like, not, not at all. Like Trump they are, they are Repu- what is it, Republicans? <laughs> Republicans all of this time. The, the people pretend Trump's somehow different, but then you look at him, and it was like, what did he do to the Federal Reserve? You know, he wanted oh, yeah. more and more welfare from the Federal Reserve. What did what did he do with farmers? Oh, let's send billion dollar packages to welfare packages to farmers. What did he do for his tax cut? Let's create all kinds of multi trillion dollar subsidies for giant corporations. That's what the tax cut was. The only yeah. part of the tax cut that was permanent was the corporation part, the personal people part. Well, well, we have to renew that stuff every few years. Yeah, that's going to happen. That's right. Yeah, which means we're going to have a tax increase. That's what that means. It'll happen automatically. Yeah, exactly. That's and, what I mean. The, the, the yeah. individuals who are already paying 30 or 40 or 50% income tax, their taxes are going to go up in the next few years. Giant corporations that are paying somewhere between negative 10% and 10%, are going to see their loopholes increased. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, and, and then you had the, the two kind of independent Democrats from West Virginia and uh, Arizona uh, <laughs> ending up voting for that package, uh, Seminar and Manchin. I was surprised. What what a change! Uh, you know, look, I mean, it's all a game, and like cinema, the, 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 this lady from Arizona, however you say her name, it's like. The, the the Democrats sat around going, someone has to be the fall guy. Who are we going to say uh, put the carried interest loophole for hedge fund managers like me, private equity guys, venture capitalists, these titans of the world? To, you know, not that I'm one. I've got a small hedge fund. But, you know, the giant billion-dollar hedge fund, those guys lobby her. And they're like – they yeah. lobby all of the Democrats and Republicans, and they're like, hey, we can't lose our carried interest loophole. And so right. the Democrats are like, who are, who's going to be the scapegoat? And they're, and they're like, well, it's her turn. So she's, she's yeah, yeah, she had to, she, she got one quote unquote concession, and it's just because she was the scapegoat. And now everybody on CNBC says, well, it was the only reason that carried interest thing was because that Arizona lady was the one who made it happen. <laughs> All right, on that. Cody, thanks so much for being with us, tradingwithcody.com. Uh, you know, and, and when it comes to politics, all things politics, really all things, but particularly politics, it really is buyer beware. You know, we, we, we claim we like competition, and we claim we like disruption in this country, and there's, it's almost prohibited in our political processes. That is one of the reasons I why I'll it's such a mess. My final word. You always ask me for a final word. Here's my final word. Like, look, going into a booth and pulling a blue lever or the red lever is not revolutionary. You're not actually doing anything to make change. You've got to do something different or we're just going to keep doing this. Good word to end on. I'm Kevin Price. Remember, check out out TradingWithCody.com. This is the price of business.